Welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. I'm Jenna Morton, and today we have a guest with us in the studio that we are thrilled to introduce you to. If you've been on Facebook a lot during the pandemic, you might recognize Amanda Debson. Yes, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited. So my name is Amanda Devison and I am the current president of Business and Professional Women of Greater Moncton. Yes, and your group has been doing an incredible series on Facebook, which is why I made that comment. <laughs> if anyone hasn't watched all the fantastic interviews they've done, if you like this show, you're going to want to go listen and watch all the interviews you guys have done because it's been just like interview after interview after interview with fantastic women in the Moncton area. Yeah, it's been actually incredible so um and we've had suggestions so same thing if anybody out there has suggestions of women we should talk to send us a message let us know for sure so um when the pandemic hit normally our group meets in person uh once a month and there'd be networking and chatting and a special like a guest speaker or a panel or something like that and obviously once COVID hit none of that was happening and um but we wanted to stay connected to, to the club members, to the community, and we knew there were so many people we wanted to talk to. So we decided, well, let's do it online. We have a, a large number of people on our um, Facebook page. So we decided to start the conversation series and just reached out to, to women and organizations and asked if they were interested in chatting with us. And most of it is, I'd say 99% of it is not, is not uh, planned. Like it's just literally free flowing conversation. Um, and we've had some incredible women I've met some incredible women that I didn't even know were in the community from people making referrals. So it's been really great. We've like really broadened the audience as people have been staying connected, asking questions, learning more about all the incredible stuff happening. So it's been pretty exciting. Excellent. So why don't we like start from the ground up? Sure. What exactly <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, let's take about, I let's guess, a broad yeah, step back. Step back so yeah. um, Business and Professional Women of Greater Moncton has actually been in Moncton since 1947. It's been around seven. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that long. Already. I know. It's That's been fantastic. a really, really long time. So, and it's not just a local group. So there actually is a Canadian Federation of Business and Professional Women and an International Federation of Business and Professional Women. And when you're a member of Moncton, you become automatically become a member of those groups as well. So, um, and the really cool part is that the International uh, Federation actually has consultative status with the United Nations. So they actually helped create the Commission on the Status of Women and um, Sustainable Development Goals. So they actually work with the United Nations on making sure gender equality and parity and things are achieved. So when you become a member of our group, we advocate for a lot of different issues, most of them local that we focus on. Uh, we educate on what the national priorities are, the international priorities, but there's different votes and resolutions that go through to government mm -hmm. um, from our groups. And you actually, so you can help women across the world just by being a member here in Moncton. So yeah. it's pretty cool. I did not realize yeah. <laughs> it was that in-depth. I, I understood that it was like a national, international organization, but that is powerful. Yeah, so it's pretty cool because a lot of women, you know, not necessarily are interested in like um, advocating in the traditional sense. If you think like everybody would, your posters out like, you know, protesting or whatever, but they want to have an impact and people live busy lives. They may have families and full-time jobs and things like that. So they may not have time to be like fully, you know, preparing protests and marches. But um, you can come to this group when we normally in person are meeting, you're, you know, you have your glass of wine, you're chatting with these incredible women from the community, making connections and long lasting friendships. But also you take part in, the, in deciding kind of what are the priorities for our club from an advocacy perspective? What do we want to get our voice behind from a national perspective? And that in turn 
that tells the leaders in the, of the national board, okay, well, we want to advocate on the international stage for this, which in turn, they go to the UN and say, this is what the priorities are of, you know, all the clubs around the world. So it's, pre it's pretty powerful. That is extremely mm. powerful. Yeah. Holy, okay. <laughs> it's kind of like it's, I feel like you and I are you, sitting you here kind of dumbfounded. But, but I, I wish that I had a, like, I mean, I've seen it floating around Facebook, you know, and, and like you said, like there's all these great interviews that are going on one of them's ours, and, <laughs> um, but it's it's really cool to see that that's happening in the Moncton area. So I want to know, like, who in the Moncton area have you guys been chatting with that you're super impressed with so far? Oh my God! It doesn't have to be everybody, and you don't have to have pick to a favorite us. one. It doesn't have to be us. Well, obviously you guys, <laughs> that's super cool. Um, you know, you guys were on, which was great. It's just there's so many incredible women. So uh, I mean, we had Don Arnold on to talk about. Um, the gap in, um, you know, the power gap, basically. There's so many, so few women in politics, which is kind of cool because now we're seeing the municipal election results. So, um, but we had a chat about that. So it's not even necessarily bringing on women to talk necessarily about what they do in their day-to-day. -day. Like, it's not kind of a resume chat. It's more mm -hmm. about, like, what are they passionate about? What are the issues? What are things we should know more about? So we've had Crossroads for Women on. We had... Um, uh, Denise Beaupre has been on and she's actually the CEO of a trucking company so that's like you know very male dominated mm -hmm. uh, she's also a best-selling author so there's just like crazy stuff um, we also had women in business New Brunswick on which was really powerful because they actually are offering a lot of free uh, training and sessions for women entrepreneurs so I found that one very powerful because a lot of people weren't aware of what was out there um, and they could give you know them a voice and help improve their business and it's actually free so they a lot got a lot of government funding so currently what they were offering is free it's not always free there used to be you know um, fees for what they were doing but right now everything is free and it's just that people could upskill women could upskill their businesses move online because as we saw that huge pivot everything went online um, but uh, there's actually a large percentage of Canadian businesses that don't even have an online presence like even a website and that obviously impacts um, when everything shuts down it impacts very greatly your ability to sell to anyone. But if you're online, the audience is unlimited. So it's helping kind of enable those women uh, to come on. And I'm, I feel like I, I, I don't want to forget anybody because there's so many, but we've had so <laughs> many I conversations. Totally you did, I know, I did not come prepared for that question. Um, we've had hours and hours and hours though of, of conversations and they've been amazing. Like I've even had days where, you know, you have a rough day and you're like, oh, I have to do a live tonight and you're just exhausted and then as soon as you start having that conversation like it gets really exhilarating and then I can't then I can't sleep afterwards because I'm just like so excited <laughs> who else can I talk yeah, to yeah I'm, I'm just like oh my god and then this and this and this and so yeah. it was just like it's it's kind of incredible and and it's amazing it's all right here right like everybody's here and and you just may not know about it and so I've you know selfishly gotten a lot of fulfillment out of that by having these cool conversations and getting to kind of show the world um, who's here and what they're doing I think we understand that. Yeah, similar. I think what I find really fascinating for your group and what's happened is you guys, you had this really strong group because I, I have been to a meeting before and you had this really great group that was always networking and used to getting together. And I think a lot of groups in a similar fashion kind of fell apart a bit when the pandemic hit. And yeah. you guys seem to have become closer and grown as well at the same time which i think is just absolutely fascinating yeah no for sure uh 
even in Canada wide, a lot of the clubs across Canada. So we're the only club uh, east of, of Montreal. Uh, there's no no other BPWs in Atlantic. There used to be throughout the years, but they never stayed. Moncton's been, like I said, since 1947. It's been mm -hmm. a strong club. It's been one of the biggest clubs in the country, so that's also kind of a feather in our cap. Uh, but across the country, when COVID hit, a lot of clubs, um, just membership just completely fell out the bottom, right? A lot of people lost their jobs. And um, so you have to justify the membership fee at that point in time and, and what you're doing. So. Um, but Moncton, we did have a few people that weren't able to renew for various reasons and we understood that. But we also got some new members because of the conversation series. Mm -hmm. We, you know, brought and broadened our audience and all of a sudden we got some more people that were like, oh, I didn't even know about this. And so they joined and so we've stayed pretty level, which is actually very impressive. BPW Canada has stayed in touch with us and asked a lot of questions because they want to be able to help other clubs across the country. So they're trying to figure out like, well, what did we do? And it really did become the pivot online is because um, but we did like we do like to get together. Some clubs don't even meet every month. Ours does. Uh, September to June, we don't meet over the summer. But um, so we wanted to stay together, and we knew this is a weird time for everybody. And so, how do we keep those lines of communication open? And so we really just switched gears and and took a chance. It really was. We had no idea how it was going to land, mm -hmm. and luckily, it's been amazing. So how did you get involved in this? That you're the president now. And you, mm -hmm. you just became the president. You have a two-year term. How long have you been a member and what drew you to it? Um, I've been a member since 2014 and actually it was when I um, started my career at RBC. I didn't even know about, so I've been in Moncton since, oh my God, I can't remember now, but <laughs> a long time. <laughs> but, before, yeah. but before 2014. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't aware, so in my previous life I was working at Pepsi and I, I thought I knew everybody there. Like I thought I knew everybody in Moncton because you interact with a lot of, of people and places and, and everything. So I was like, oh, I had a good sense and I've always been um, passionate about women's advocacy and empowerment. So I've always been kind of had my hand on the pulse of that stuff. But when I started at RBC, my VP at the time actually came to me and he said, hey, there's this organization you might be interested in and uh, RBC will pay for your membership if you want to check it out. And so I was just like, well, yeah. So I uh, signed up and just was hooked since then. Like it's just been, I've met incredible women across a lot of different industries. Um, and I just progressively become more involved. I was the, then became a treasurer, then I was the first VP and now I'm president. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I want to see, you know, I want to see our club continue to thrive and be successful, but that's kind of how it came up in my writer. So I was even living here for years and I didn't even know it existed as someone who's passionate about these topics. So I kind of see part of my mission for the next few years in, is doing that, is kind of raising the awareness to people to be like, hey, we're here, come check us out. Maybe you want to join, maybe you want to, you know, have suggestions for what we should be doing. So that's kind of my big, my big push is, um, my theme for the next few years, which I'm really excited about, is uh, uh, support your local girl gang. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's another one we can get behind. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> what, what do you think it is about this area that has allowed this group to stay active for so long and be so strong when you said, you know, other clubs across the country, even before the pandemic, weren't as stable as this one? Um, well, for one, we always try to keep our uh, membership fee really low. So it's $125 a year and it's a 12-month rolling. So at any time that you join, your membership's good for that 12 months. Of that $125, only $23.50 stays with the local club in Moncton. The rest goes to dues for BPW Canada and BPW International. So some of the other clubs across the country, their membership fee is much higher. 
um, and so it's much more expensive. It's a bigger investment. Uh, we wanted to keep it affordable, like we're here in Atlantic. We also wanted to be able to appeal to a wide variety of people. Like I'm lucky in that my employer will pay for my membership, but not everyone has that ability. So we want to make sure it's open to ev as many people as possible. So we try to keep our membership fee low. So I think that helped. I think the fact that our group is really about just connecting women, it's about being a place to go where women can meet other women. And it's a safe spot to ask interesting questions or questions maybe you don't feel you can ask elsewhere. We don't, it's not really that um, shake hands, hand out business cards type of networking that people may traditionally think about. It's really about coming in and chatting with women. Most women don't even talk about what they do for a living it's not about you know um, trying to gain business or that that certainly happens for some of our members but um, it's more about creating those long-lasting friendships figuring out how we can improve uh, the city the province the country etc and so I think that's what it is it's always been like our focus is more on that and the fact that we did meet on a regular basis so again some clubs would meet once a quarter maybe a couple of times a year so you know, it might be seen as one of those things that maybe you go to, maybe you don't. Whereas us, a lot of the, our members were, you know, so used to seeing each other every single month and updating each other and, and chatting and stuff. So I think it just really was the bond of the frequency and kind of with the way we've positioned it of, of it's more about the connection and having a place for women to go versus, you know, handing out business cards and, and trying to drum up business. I think that, um, and you kind of touched on it earlier too, um, that you know our mayor is female. We have a lot of councillors now who have, uh, are female councillors that have made it on, a lot of females that ran this year as well. I think that a lot of it might have to do with the fact that in our area, I find that all of these groups or boards seem to have this big flush of younger people joining them right now as well, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, which I guess at one point we wouldn't have seemed young to people, but <laughs> but, but we Wait, are. Is it young people joining, or are we just getting? Are we older? just getting? Older? Ah. <laughs> it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. But I I really find that there are a lot of people in the Greater Moncton area that are you know like in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s that are just like okay it's time for me to jump in here and start making a difference and keeping these things going because you're clearly not very old yourself either is is. Um, your VP. Yes. So yep. maybe that's a major part of it too, is having that younger generation come in and jump on board with it. Yeah, I think for sure we've seen that as well. Like we've seen, uh, again, across the country, um, we've been trying to push that as well. Moncton, it's been a big thing where like we need young people yeah. because there's a next generation coming up. They're the voice, they're the leaders. We're seeing it across all kinds of spectrums, whether it's from climate change to Me Too to Black Lives Matter. It, the young voices are leading those conversations and they need to be involved in those things. And so we've made a really big effort to try to do that. And even we still feel we have tons of work to do, but we do have um, huge age range. Like we have we're from retired to people just entering the workforce. So, um, but our fo we have a big focus. So our newest, uh, my current first VP is Ashley Robichaux and she's uh, younger, she's in her in her thirties as well. So she's younger than I am. And she used to be the YBPW, which is young BPW VP. We actually have a VP specific for young people because we understand that you know the rest of the executive on the board may not have the same as you as you age out we like to say <laughs> um that you may not understand the same thing and so our current uh ybpw uh vp is Anik dugay and she's amazing she's super smart uh, she's super connected she's uh very much into 
what's on the go in in younger people. So I have no uh, doubt she's going to do incredible things and help kind of build our younger membership. But we feel it's important for younger people to have a voice and that they are really the ones driving a lot of this conversation. And so we want to make sure we're on side with that, not, you know, with our heads in the sand thinking that we know better because, you know, um, the advocacy level of the younger generation is, is just so powerful and we want to make sure that we're helping to amplify that and not stifle it. So I would definitely say yes, the fact that we have so many age ranges in our group has definitely helped whereas some other um, clubs have struggled because, I mean, our club's been around since 1947. So I mean, and for a long time, older, yep. white. Right? So our big priority now is let's be younger and diverse. So we have another thing too, we're trying to drive, how do we get uh, more women of color to join our group and, and more immigrants and things like that. We realize, we recognize we have work to do. So uh, we wanna keep striving towards that as well, so. Excellent, keep moving forward. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> so maybe talk a little bit more about what people could expect in the next year or two if they were considering joining now. Yeah, so obviously we think probably the next six months is going to be more of the same. It's going to be a lot of virtual, uh, but we have started already kind of reaching out to some venues locally to figure out kind of what do we want to do. And uh, we used to do dinner meetings, so it was a sit down thing. Um, and that kind of, we found, interrupted the flow, cause especially if people were nervous, like when they first came and didn't really know anybody, they might just go sit at a table and just kind of put their head down and, and there wasn't a lot of interaction. So we wanna, when we actually go back into the world, um, we want it to be more uh, focused on the networking part and kind of keep it to maybe tall cocktail tables so people can chat and move around in groups and, and uh, that'll shorten the, the meeting as well. It used to go from 5.30 to usually around 8 or 8.30 because there was the sit down meeting part that took up a whole lot of time yeah. so we're gonna switch gears to be like uh, cocktails and finger foods and chatting we'll still have uh, guest speakers panels like we had uh, when the federal election was happening we had all the representatives that were running come in and so people could ask their questions and chat about what the platform was we've had women in leadership panels we've had women's health panels so um, it's really gonna be what do our members want to see in here they'll let us know and give us feedback and we'll try to find somebody that's kind of a, a um, an influencer in that area Area and a thought leader and uh, but th that's definitely one of the things because we also decided if we want to be you know cool and young and have that vibe uh, we need to be somewhere that's fresh and exciting and, and also when to get people to come back out into the world because it's going to be there's going to be some hesitation there at first and also I think people are going to be more selective about what they want to do right because um, people were doing too many things and then COVID stopped everything. And so now people are gonna reevaluate where they wanna spend their time. So we wanna be one of those places. So we wanna make sure that when people come, it's not for like a dragged out period of time. They can come in, they see lots of people, have a glass of wine, chit chat with lots of great women, hear some uh, powerful information from someone and then get on their, move on their way. But it's in an environment that feels fun and fresh and exciting to go to. So. Um, we're working on those things, so stay tuned. We haven't actually picked a venue yet, but we have some great candidates. Um, but we'll st we're still gonna keep on with our conversation series in the meantime, for sure. So check us out on Facebook for that. But um, we're definitely more open to kind of hearing from people. What do you want us to be? Like, this is your club. We want you to own it and feel involved and active. So we have committees people can get on if they have a passion for marketing or public affairs, or uh, we have the Phenomenal Woman Award we do once a year to raise money for both the clubs operating and for our bursary program. So maybe they just want to do that. Um, we have tons of committees, tons of good ways to get involved. Like, 
take up space, have your voice heard, like come join us and kind of help change Moncton and New Brunswick and Canada. What's this bursary that you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have two bursaries and an employability grant. So um, one bursary is for a woman in uh, Greater Moncton who's graduating high school and going to university. Another one is for uh, an older woman, like a, more, a mature student, who's, um, it doesn't matter what year she's going in, so she could be in, in school or she could be returning to school. And the employability grant is to help women get back into the workforce. So we had one woman who needed some dental work done um, because she just felt that that was kind of holding her back. So we helped with that. We had another, we've had other women where they needed uh, help with covering daycare costs. So, um, and those ones, they go directly to the place. So we'd send it directly to the dentist or directly to the daycare, things like that. So, or maybe they need new clothes. Like maybe they're switching jobs and they need, um, well, I mean, office wear, I think is going to look completely different <laughs> post COVID, but at the time you might need a suit and, and mm -hmm. some things that perhaps well, you were- It could be a real barrier for someone trying yeah. to yes. re-enter, right? If you're yeah. trying to get an entire wardrobe that you can wear five days a week to the office, that's, that's not yeah. a cheap, even if you no. can shop thrifty, that's not no. a cheap thing to do. Or if you're going into a trade, maybe you need steel toe boots or a hard hat or things like, so we kind of help cover some of those, those costs that people that, that are help blocking women from getting back into the workforce. And um, the really cool piece of that is the thing that makes me excited. So since 2013, our group here in Moncton has given out over $33,000 in bursaries and grants. As this little group in Moncton that a lot of people don't even know about necessarily, we've had a powerful impact. And all those go to women in Greater Moncton. Look, those, they're awarded to women in Greater Moncton. That's Incredible. fantastic. Do you have kind of geographical boundaries of what you consider to be Greater Moncton? Because I've been running into that recently. And I'm yes, <laughs> no. Actually, we struggle with that as well. Honestly, we get asked it every year when the bursaries come out, um, the applications come out, because same thing, it's like, and I don't know that we've actually, like one year we used Wikipedia and we were like, that's our answer. Whatever Wikipedia <laughs> says is Greater Moncton. That's great. But then we realized that that's not probably the greatest, um, you know, gauge of what's Greater Moncton. So we don't have a solid answer for that. We kind of deal with the questions as they come in. It is something we're trying to, to figure out because we need to know that answer. Each year we get more and more applications for our bursaries. So we're going to get that question more frequently. This year we didn't, thankfully, but uh, so we didn't have to solve that problem. That's a future problem, but uh, no. But yes, I know what you're saying. Same thing. Yeah, well, even for myself, I ran into it in, you know, creating Pickle Planet and coming up with things that are happening in the Greater Moncton area. Mm -hmm. Well. For some people, Shediac, Sackville, Salisbury, yes. that's all part, yeah. we're all kind of part and parcel. But then for other things, if you're talking, you know, just the municipalities, it gets very different and mm -hmm. who knows what's going to happen. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today. It's not, but we do have to wrap it up. Yes. So um, let's talk about if someone is interested in joining, where are they going to find you? So we have a website, so it's MonctonBPW.com, so they can go there, they can actually apply and pay and everything online if they want to become a member right away. Uh, there's information on there. You also can reach out to any of the board members, we're all uh, listed on the, on the website. We have a Facebook page, which is very active, so find us there, BPW Moncton. We're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter. Uh, so you can kind of find us anywhere, you can find us kicking around Moncton. So. <laughs> 
just stop a man on the street. Just stop me on the street and ask me. Um, yeah, but no, we definitely are interested. We'll, if you want to have a, a coffee sometime with somebody and chat about when you're comfortable with that, uh, we have no problem with that too. Like we don't, you don't have to become a, a member right away. You can attend our meetings as a guest originally, so you can test it out. You can dip your toe in, see if this club's for you, if it's something you want to do so you, uh, before you decide uh, to pay the membership. So that's, some, that's another option as well. We always list our events on Eventbrite, so when they're in person, uh, they'll be on Eventbrite. We will have the Phenomenal Woman Award, which funds our bursary program and operations. Um, it's going to be virtual this year just because of the nature of the world. It's going to be in September, on Thursday, September 23rd. It's going to be on Zoom, but that'll be listed on Eventbrite as well if people want to buy tickets. We're going to have cool party packs, so if you sign up, you'll get a party pack. So when you're at home with your bubble, uh, you know, you may have some beverages and some, and some uh, treats. So look out for that too, please. Perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. I awesome. can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun night. It does sound like a fun night. Excellent. All right. Well, I think we have to leave it there for today, but we want to thank everyone for tuning in, whether you're listening or you're watching us on YouTube or on Rogers itself TV. We thank you for joining us and uh, yeah, take care. We'll see you again soon. See you next week. Thanks everybody.